2: I'm Dan Orlovsky, and when I'm looking for safety, I always take the extra steps and listen to Chris and Case on the Detroit Lions podcast.
1: Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is The Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now... Two guys who have never dropped a Matthew Stafford pass. Chris and Case.
3: Hey, howdy-ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Red Wings Podcast. This is episode 233. This is the official Detroit Red Wings Podcast for Reddit. We're doing it live, and I'm your host, Chris. And with me is my good friend and co-host, The Riz. How you doing, brother?
4: I'm um, a little confused, Chris.
3: What, uh, what's wrong? R- Red Wings? Oh, we're changing it up now. Um, we, we, we need to go to where the officials are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, you no, know, they only right. have
4: three of those on the ice, and they still do. Uh, a but they're job. only wa- they're only watching ten people too. I guess twelve. That's true. That's, that's true. <laughs> It's a pretty good ratio, better than what we get in the NFL.
3: Yes, yes, it is. All right, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to go in depth on the Packers. What, a, what better way to do it? We're going to talk about officiating. Of course, it's the it's trended on Twitter all day. It's the story of the day. It's the story of the NFL this year, and um, this is. This is going to be a big thing. Um, we've got some ideas. We'll pull those out. We're talking to Blandino tomorrow, too, so, so make sure you tune in for that one. But tonight is is a little bit of therapy session, a little bit of everything else. We'll talk about all that. We're going to talk about how things can be made better. We have some ideas, and we want to share those and see what you guys think and, and, and see if we can push the needle on that because there seems to be a fed upness that I've not seen. I mean, the front page of our NFL has been coated with the officiating has been crap all day specifically because of this in the weekend. So we'll do that. We'll take your calls. we got a whole lot more. we got a great show lined up. Are you ready to go Riz? Let's do it.
1: Let's kick this off and break it down.
3: All right. Time for a couple of quick announcements. First, check us out and help us out on the Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from, Glam! God, I love your glam. It's a good one. A uh, little little Pee Wee Herman. Uh, of yes, course. yes, it is. I also need to thank our very first donor, Mathis, and Brian Burkheiser from the band I Prevail. I Check them out. They are great. They are on tour, and myself, Case, and Riz are all going to take our opportunity when we're around to see them backstage. Because I will be.
4: I will see them in Ypsilanti in a month. That's where I'm going to, buddy. Oh my god,
3: okay, oh, I didn't know you were doing that, okay Alright, oh, we we're gonna go. make This will be Sweet. a night this will be, we'll, Okay, we'll get some live video for Alright, uh, those guys are all Why do we talk about them? Because they're in our Patreon crew, right? With a, There's a whole bunch of folks in there um, It's a really, really great group of people We have a Slack chat specifically for the Patreon people And I'll say, it's it's a low bar It might be a low bar, but we set it quite high If you were to hang out, it's the most intelligent chat, Lions chat on the internet And no one no one's ever Said no to that yeah, I agree. I don't think even we have. But anyway, so yeah, check it out. You can do that. As little as a dollar a month donation via Patreon. Help gets you in the Slack. Gets you some discounts, pre, pre-info. pre it's a, it's a pretty good deal. It's a great group of people. And uh, you can, you know, we have the game chats going on, in-game, post-game, the whole thing. Great place to be. All you got to do is little as a dollar a month for the donation. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. All right. Check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. And on the Insta. We're almost to 100 followers Riz, without a single post. <laughs> I want to see how high we get. I gotta, I'm got i really formulating a good plan. I almost <laughs> broke the don't post rule on this officials thing. But um, we'll wait. Hey, let's pump it up. Let's see how high we can get. We'll uh, we will see what we can do there. All right. So we got good stuff there. Also, check us out on Twitter at DET Lions Podcast. DET Lions Podcast. The very best place to see the Riz.
4: With no pants. That's oh.
3: right. Pants-free podcasting, baby. Subscribe on YouTube youtube.com slash detroit lions podcast you see this the great blendino video we shot this year a bunch of other great stuff rolls oh, yeah. out youtube.com slash detroit lions podcast subscribe and you get this stuff when we go live right away of course rate us itunes stitcher google play those five star ratings are forever and we love it when you share those and uh, if you have some uh you know constructive criticism or whatever on the show we're we're happy to take that in the uh in the subreddit we, we talk about anything it doesn't bother us all right that's it let's get into this thing it's a it's a big week. <laughs>
1: your chin straps, kids. It's time to review this week in Reddit.
3: I love that bumper. I really, really love that bumper a lot. All right, um, let's get into it. First off, I, I know everybody wants to talk um, talk about this, this game, and we're going we're gonna to have plenty of time to do it. Again, we'll take your calls, but there's one little piece of housekeeping i are going to do. We've got a player who is on IR, likely to return. <sighs> Um, can we talk about this, Riz? We almost, we almost didn't do the show today. We almost had yeah. to put you on the sideline.
4: Yeah, so uh, I partially tore my right Achilles tendon yesterday playing basketball. Um, I made the shot, by the way. uh made the game-winning shot after I heard it, uh, but I am loaded up. I got a shot of Toradol in my ass this afternoon. Uh, it's feeling pretty good. Wait, wait, Toradol in your ass? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
3: sorry that struck me as uh so uh
4: yeah so i'm i'm laid different. up um i should give a little video shot here this is this is my right foot right now <sighs> buddy oh man. i get i get an mri in the morning to officially confirm it but uh, the doctor who did the x-rays and examination today said i can still feel it attached at the bottom but it's not in good shape so <clears throat> mm. Yeah, Yeah, So so that's fun. Um, Yeah. And between that and uh, there's also something going on. uh, And if you see me looking at my phone, this is why I'm doing it. Um, As you know, I also do cover the Browns. The Browns are about to trade for Trent Williams from the Redskins. That is being discussed um, in a number of different threads I'm in. Uh, as we speak. Uh, so that could happen tonight, too. Can you talk about um, one of
3: the guys that was talked about in the conversation? Can you or no? I mean, we know. Uh, about- yeah. Um, one of the guys
4: that's mentioned it is Greg Robinson to go back to Washington. And apparently the Redskins actually are like, we really want G-Rob. Uh, so that tells you what kind of organization the Redskins are. Um, we'll, we'll we'll see if that happens. Tonight. It, I'm hearing it from both sides that it's it's fairly close and that they've discussed it. Um, one of the big names in it is David Njoku. I'm interested to see which person really knows what they're talking about because one person insists that he is in it and another insists that he is not. So mm. All if right. it even happens, we'll see. It's fun. <laughs> so if you see me looking at my phone and being preoccupied, aside from the fact that I got a shot today and I'm not feeling very good and I got about two hours of sleep last night, uh, I am a little sidetracked on, on the side job too.
3: Yeah. yeah. My All apologies. Right. Yep. No, I, and so just one thing. I'm I'm drinking these White Claws. You'll see these coming in my. It, it, it's oh. Whisco Boiler. Uh, he, he's a, he's a Wisconsin Lions fan to the Slack. He's the one that recommended them. I'm just getting rid of him now. I've got I got something real coming up afterwards to kill the numb the pain. So we'll go through it. All right, oh. let's talk about this game. Um, do we have to? Yeah, do, yeah we do. Did That's you? Why see, we're here? <laughs> did AMI- you see the article in the Ringer today? By by, by the chance of close examination, I didn't. I did not. I haven't read it yet. It's, I have
4: been I've been aware of its presence but I have not looked at it yet.
3: It's great. I love the Ringer. I really love the Ringer. What they do, they I do, do some really really good content over there. Um and they go through the place, right? And the, and, the, and they and they have the was it justifiable as one of the is one of the questions that it asks before they do the explanation. And um the first one was the bad omen right turnover on downs no touchdown actually wait yes touchdown <laughs> and basically how it impacted the game they have it established a tone of incompetence and i think that's that's it that's exactly that's a very good line what <laughs> happened and 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 what we got out of this game from the officials um it was incompetence it was and i'm going to i'm going i want to talk to to people here a little bit because I know there's a couple of Packers uh, folks who are watching. There's people from RNFL. NFL. There's a Patriots guy who's going to listen, um, Minnesota fo- fellow. Uh, a bunch of people from all over that were coming in that were like, wow, this is crap. All of our NFL is coded with, this is BS, the officials are garbage. right? If you go to see the Packers, um, what they say is, oh, yeah, the Packers always get the benefit of the call. They have the same meme. It's, it's run it a bunch of times, and it's, it's where the Packers got bad calls. Now, if you go back to those days those calls happened, in their subreddit, you would see the flow of tears. I remember the, the backup refs, the replacement refs and the Golden Tate catch, right? And the, the tears that flowed oh, for yeah. so long. Oh, boo. Let me tell you something. And This isn't a comparison thing that the Lions get it worse or anything but you're a fool if you make that kind of comparison. Because if you look around at the NFL right now, it is absolutely fucked up. It is a piece of shit, and it's because of the officials. You're getting fucked. We're getting fucked. The Saints missed a shot at a frickin' Super Bowl over crap officiating. Are you freaking kidding me? And you want to sit there and do a meme, well, no, who's officiating's worse? Fuck you. Let's talk about fixing the game, okay? Take the fucking sausage out of your throat, and let's talk about fixing the game. I had to throw that in there, because I am a little hot about the game. Okay, so there's that. Okay, so now, the reality of this- Uh,
4: Tell us how you really feel, Chris.
3: (laughs) The reality is- is the NFL has serious problems. Um, the first thing I want to do is Pat McAfee had a really good thing that he put he did and, about the officials and I want to do that and I want to do Arlovski and I want to set those up as what we're talking yeah, about going yeah, forward. Yeah, Dana okay. went off a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's start out. Let's uh, get uh, Pat McAfee here.
5: You, you look back a few years to the replacement refs when there was a lot going on. Everybody was like, this can't be the norm. We have to get this fixed. This year, it feels like we just have a bunch of replacement refs. Somehow, it has gotten worse than it's ever been. And I, I like the You know, find the root of these things. You know, I'm a deep digger, a person that likes to find out why things are happening. And for me, I think it all starts with Alberto Riveron being an incredibly terrible leader of men. That's what he is. His official crew underneath him has been nothing but terrible. And I would say, as soon as TV networks, like this one, start plucking John Perry, incredible referee, start plucking Gene Steratore to CBS, incredible (laughs) referee. Dean Blandino, many wouldn't say incredible, but he's a lot better than what Alberto Riveron's doing. You name it. These TV networks are just plucking all of the great refs, and we're stuck with crap. We're stuck with junk. And that's why every time a, a, a call goes to review, everybody knows Alberto Riveron's going to get it wrong because Alberto Riveron wasn't a good ref on the field. Now they put him in charge, and boom, ipso facto, now we got a terrible guy leading the thing. I don't think it's going to get better before it gets even worse. And somehow it's ruining the game. I honestly believe oh. that. Yeah, I remember a couple years ago, Dance there was the, the conversation game. that football was going to die because of head injuries?
2: It's not. The issue with football's future is officiating. That's Ooh. the only thing that could be
6: potentially kill football. Smell the roses instead of pissing in the garden all the time.
3: All right, so this is this you <laughs> Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> um, great rant. Uh, and we ran I left Dan in at the end there because I think his point was extremely relevant. I was happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then McAfee. He seemed to be passionate. He he usually he's he's he the guy who will he, will he will <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, it, it's no wonder he was popular in the locker room. You know, he, he's right though about and and the sad thing is is that Cleek Blake cleat Blakeman is not one of the new officials. No, the, the, he's one of the more respected older ones. And uh, the the umpire in question is the guy who threw the flags. His name is Jeff Rice. He's not a new guy either.
3: I have his phone number if you're looking for it. I'm not even
4: kidding. I'd not it. <laughs> have that information. Thank you very much.
3: People got real mad on Twitter today. Real mad.
4: Yeah, yeah. A lot of pe- a lot of people uh, sent some interesting things, and you know, it was frustrating. And and I do want to talk about some of the X's and O's of the game as well because, um, it, as I wrote this morning. Missed opportunities early and or blown calls early or blown blah blown opportunities early and blown calls late. Both sunk the Lions and mm-hmm. both are true. Yeah. Both can be mutually exclusive and still happen. The Lions could have played better and they still lost because of the officials
3: Here's, uh, but and, here. But you, wanna, you but, want to you want if but, they lose, they lose, they lose and it hurts and you and it right. sucks and it's like, God damn it. But when you have a third party come in and just I mean, let's let's be honest. Okay, I don't think the game is fixed. Okay, I'm just gonna put that straight up in the the beginning. I don't think the game is fixed. I've I've wrestled with it a lot, but I I don't think it is never, you know, apply to malice. What could be done strictly with incompetence? Um, I I really believe that (laughs) this is this is pure, pure uh, incompetence. But this is the exact kind of thing. That gives people the fear that this game is rigged. When you have two calls of the exact same kind of call, and I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna go through these. I'm gonna have pictures when we go through this with Blandino tomorrow. Each of these, these plays, good. I'm good. I'm gonna cycle back to the the face to the hands call against Chicago. I'll say, oh no, sorry, wrong game. But it's the same thing. It's this illegal hands of the face garbage that they 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 can't even call on the right player, right? this is this is ridiculous. This is an obvious penalty, an easy penalty to call and see. And they really, really fucked it up
4: you know the hard part of it is is that the the rule is designed where you can in fact like graze the helmet or graze the face mask yeah. graze the side of the neck as long as you don't make deliberate force with it and you like slip it away right away
3: it, if you do
4: this that's bad if you kind of do that like Bontiari okay. did
3: before right. um, um, flowers got the call right where he had his right, hands up exactly. in the face that would be an illegal hands to the face on that call Correct. that went against flowers yes yeah
4: Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, it would. Mm -hmm. And and that's the frustrating part. As far as being fixed, I don't think that the game itself is fixed, Mm -hmm. but it's very easy to see how one official could take some money, and this is the Tim Donahue example from the NBA. Uh, This is the example from from college basketball back in the 1950s where one crooked ref can have money on a game or get leaned on to make a certain outcome happen. And you've seen how that can happen with one umpire last night. The rest of the crew wasn't great either. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for damn sure. They established and incompetence he, early. Yes, they, <laughs> yes, they did. They, they, the veil of incompetence, you know, it shields what, what, what's really going on there. I could absolutely, I'm not accusing him of that, but I'm saying it's very plausible that that happened. Just as it's very plausible that, I'll, I'll go back to the NBA because I watched a lot of that. The only time before last night i'd ever thought a game was actually fixed in an outcome was when the Lakers came back and beat the the Chris Weber Kings mm-hmm. back in was that ninety nine or two thousand and mm-hmm. the and the western Conference finals there's no way that game, if it's played even without officials, comes with that outcome. They had to have the officials complicit to make that outcome happen. I agree that that happened last night, and i 've never seen that in a football game, not even last year when the 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 Cleveland Browns and Huge actually got fired for this game in part when uh, Carlos Hyde ran for a first down. They spotted the ball, were ready to go, and Al Riveron buzzes down, stops the play, makes them review it. The review shows that they actually shorted him on the spot, and they moved the ball back a yard and a half the other way. They didn't get the first down. Oakland got the ball, got, got the win out of that. They did that so John Gruden wouldn't be winless. I 100% believe that. Yep. And I, this was, this was as bad as that last night. Yep. This is, we, oh my God, the Packers, the Lions are going to be in first place. The Packers are going to be in last. Come on. We yeah, can't have that.
3: Man. We might not you can, those You jerseys.
4: can absolutely do i think that's what happened probably not but i can't say that it didn't and that that in and of itself is a big problem
3: so joe b he said start following larry johnson uh the ex-chief's running back he's been talking about this on twitter for a long time i haven't seen it so i can't say either way so he's
4: he's a special kind of crazy but sometimes crazy just because you're crazy doesn't mean you're
3: wrong right 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 (laughs) (laughs) can you you give me the 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 10 cent tour of, of that kind of crazy
4: uh what was he he was talking um his time his twitter's timeline is sort of like ancient aliens dude like pontificating on <laughs> on uh like european politics sure sure just like the, why is this not in was, my life it, it, how do
3: i not know about this
4: it was ordained that the comedian would win the ukrainian presidency because the aliens, you know, turned left instead of going right when they got to Istanbul in 1498 or something like that. Wow, that, 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 That's what his timeline is like. He's, he's way the hell out there. Super conspiracy theories. Um, if anybody were to have stormed Area 51 and had success, it probably would have been Larry Johnson.
3: <laughs> well, he, he did have good speed in his day and power. Um, so here we, we got uh, Bryce Olson also saying, did you see Bakhtiari uh, admitting that he complained to the ref about Trey? So if you think about that it. now, okay, so I can he get did. it. But when we look at it, it wasn't a penalty either time. So a player actually not only influenced it, and this you you guys who know the podcast have heard me complain of this when when an official invents something, he sees something that's not there. That's when I that's get right. mad at the officials. You're supposed to call what you see, and and you created something out of whole cloth twice because somebody told maybe because. Somebody told you, right? That's It's just a piece of evidence. It's a, it's a hypothesis at this point. But that is real garbage time, man. That is, that is weak officiating. And so we've talked with Dean a lot, and we'll talk about it again tomorrow. The process, every single play that these guys call, these refs call, they review every week. These guys are under immense scrutiny. I'm telling you, if you want me to believe that that's the case, somebody's getting fired this week. And as a human being, I hate to see somebody get fired. I hate that. But that was not only utter incompetence. I'm going to go back to the the working world. If you work in a compliance, like a regulatory compliance area, you not only have to avoid being, um, you know, like example, avoid bribing people. (laughs) Avoid it. Right. But you also have to (laughs) avoid being put in a position where it could appear as though you bribe someone. You don't even have to. Fucking the appearance of an someone, impropriety is right? right. often impropriety taken interpreted, and, and it's all you need, and you're gone. Why is it not true in the NFL? And I, I know the answer to this; it's a rhetorical question, but I'm going to ask you, Riz. You tell me why. I'll, I'll don't give fire you. Up.
4: I'll give you one good reason why is because there's
3: nobody that they can replace Bingo. them with. Bingo. Now, in the real world, if you're thought to maybe have bribed somebody, you're freaking gone, and we, we'll replace you. Why? Because we have succession planning. We have all kinds of things that we put in place for just such an emergency, as Foghorn Leghorn used to say. Now, what the fuck is going on? Why haven't we done this in all these years with all these failures? And Al Riveron, I'm sorry, Alberto, <laughs> with his Alberto. bullshit on this PI, Nobody, nobody's going for the PI uh, challenge anymore because they're not flipping them because it's there a was bullshit fucking that, rule that he's fucking And you on. know what?
4: Everybody went off on Patricia not challenging that last night. I would have been upset if he did, because it would have burned a the timeout. They would not have reversed that.
3: Right, right. And that's the fucking problem, because you can look at it and you can see they it. Created and you can it. Yep. They created that rule. They created that rule
4: specifically because of what happened to the New Orleans Saints last year when, when my guy Tommy Lee Lewis got clocked before the ball got there. And in theory, it's a good rule. And when the officials came to Lions camp this summer and explained it, they showed that play. They showed a couple of other plays, um, one of them involving the Lions on defense. Believe it or not, where there was defensive pass interference that was not called, that would have been upheld over challenge. The problem is, is you show them that now, they are so fearful to overturn that because you know, oh, why, why? We can't. We can't. They. I. My. My take on this is that they feel that if they reverse the call that the people who throw the flags um, and and those are not the guys who do the reviewing, these, these, you know, your field judge, your side judge, your back judge, those guys are going to be less uh, sharp. They're going to be less sure of what they're doing because they keep getting proven wrong that they don't see things that they're, you know, these guys are human and that's, there is a human element to it. And I, you, you can't take that out of football for whatever it is. Yeah. But when the human element there is overcoming the human element of the players who are playing on the field and deciding their games and getting people fired, and straight talk here. If if the Lions finish in last place, Bob Quinn could get fired. Matt Patricia could get fired. There's a lot of players on this team who won't be back because of that.
7: You
3: have a team that –
4: Because of that one game last night. Because last night, if they win – they are four one or three one and one mm-hmm. in first place in the NFC North. Now they're in last place because of mm-hmm. those four, five, six calls all down the stretch, all that helped decide that football game.
3: Yep. And you're That's- establishing a culture in a team, and 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 you continue to undermine the ability to do that by fucking a team over like that. I want I want to play one more thing, Res, because this is Orlovsky's take from from this morning because this is no, so. He poignant. was on fire, man. And and I talked to him, guys. He's got some family uh, commitments this week, so he can't join us. We're going to see what we can do about getting him on here again soon. But um, he he was fiery. Let's let's go into Orlovsky and hear what he has to say. And he starts out by talking to
2: owners. I'm talking to you. You don't have a problem. You have an epidemic. Your product is slowly being ruined by a third party that has no consequence to their actions. And you may not pay a lot of attention to social media, but you should, because not thousands of people, not tens of thousands of people, but millions of people are unhappy right now and unhappy people don't spend money. America's favorite sport at times is becoming unwatchable because of bad officiating. And it's not an October 2020 fix. It's not a 2020 fix. It's an October 15th, 2019 morning fix. Right now. Your product is being ruined. You need to fix this now. That's the reality of this situation. We can no longer come on shows after a really good football game and have to talk about the bad officiating. The Detroit Lions fans and team should not have to go, oh, we should have played better. We we grew up, it wasn't about, we used to always have coaches tell us, ah, don't let the officials, they don't impact the football game. They're impacting too many football games. And I'm telling you, fans are sick of it. What is the answer is the question. Every time a flag is thrown, there's somebody up in a booth. It's almost like college football. You either confirm or overturn that flag that's how college football handles tar- targeting if they throw that flag for trey flowers last night hands to the face someone in the booth immediately can go i can confirm that or overturn that right now it's it's timeless you don't have to waste time on it but we can't consistently go hey guys we're sorry we were wrong
3: yeah dan i love you man i absolutely love you uh, he was he was absolutely 100 percent on it and the eye in the sky all the co- Most of the, I don't know, I want to say all, but the vast majority of the coaches were for that, and the league shat on it. I want to say the one AAF more thing. The AAF had it. Yep. Peter Von Panda says, reviewing plays is to get them right. If you're only selectively reviewing and correcting them, getting it right isn't your real priority. It's to get the outcome you want. And that's the difference. The eye in the sky. That's what could fix it. Go ahead, Riz. Sorry. Okay, so the, the
4: side issue of that is that your game is going to take a lot longer. They 're going to have these reviews, they need to speed up the process. They need to take the officials on the field out of the review process entirely. Mm-hmm. Have the decisions made away from them and beamed to them and say, "This is what you 're doing don 't have Don 't have Clete Blakeman go hide in the hood um, i 'll go back to the Browns game that was on Sunday. Where uh, they called a, a blindside block on Jarvis Landry that was a textbook definition of what that is not. And that was the worst. That was the worst call I've ever the seen. The worst call of the week for sure. And when we saw the shit
3: show that was the Packers Lions game, that was fucking
4: worse so, than all of it. So Jarvis Landry had another opportunity to make the same block later in the game and didn't do it, and hurt himself trying to avoid it to avoid that dumbass penalty. Yeah. Player star players getting hurt because of the official incompetence, that can't happen. So you've got to have – you've got to take it out of them. Um, it, it's sort of I, th- I think – I don't actually watch baseball anymore, so I, I can't – don't hold me to this. Mm-hmm. It seems like when baseball does the reviews, the umpires that are on the field have nothing to do with it, whether the mm-hmm. the call was out or safe or if it was a home run or a ground rule double. The, it's, it's, it's told to them, and then they just communicate it to everybody. That's what needs to happen in the NFL as well. Yeah, You could have, mm-hmm. that could be part of Dean's job. That could be part of um Hashtag uh, higher blend, uh, you know. of Perry's job. You know, they, they watch one. Honestly, they should have probably one for every game because you're going to have hmm. some question on every play. And it's not about holding penalties. It's about, it's about, you know, if there's a flag, let's make sure that that flag was thrown.
3: Every flag is reviewed in, this, in, this, right. in the sky because this clock stops anyway. There's no quick snaps. You're not right. interrupting the flow of the game right. or delaying the game. You the, can do the, that very quickly. The
4: illegal contact call that was made uh, when Jimmy Graham slipped and fell down and Tracy Walker was in his nearby presence and therefore got flagged for it. That's a very easy, quick fix. You can tell right away that that was not a penalty. Mm-hmm. That, that takes 10 seconds. Yep. That, that one isn't tough at all. Nope. The, the hands to the face. All you have to do and And by the way, if you're grabbing the face mask and your knuckles hit the face that's that's not a penalty. that's because you the the impetus of your action is down here. Yep. It's not up here. so, so. Th- that again that that's not that it's not hard to see that. The pass interference call that was not called um and I forget the defensive backer it was the, when Marvin was going down late, mm-hmm. and he clearly got hit across the body Man. actually got hit in the head mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. before the ball got there. That's a very easy fix. And the fact that they're not reversing those calls, even though they have the, the capability to do it and, an, and a, a mandate to do it, mm-hmm. that, that tells me that the officials that are on the field
3: cannot be trusted to police themselves, yeah. nor should they be. No, no. They, and here's, here's the thing. They, t- they talk about, oh, well, taking the game out of the officials' hands. They have proven themselves Good. incompetent. They, need it. they <laughs> have proven that they don't have the ability to get it right on the fucking they field. They
4: have so many damn things that they have to watch on every play because they've expanded the rule book and all these little minutiae things. I don't blame some I don't blame them for having overload on the field. They have to watch so many goddamn different issues on every play that they have to be aware of because the rule book has gone from this
3: to this. And even, even, the the referees that are on the field today put them as the eye in the sky let them maintain the control and the prestige that they have because they've worked their way up to be the point to they that they rule on what's happening on the field it's their ultimate decision okay they're the eye in the sky you have enough guys already you're just changing the job and you 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 bring in another level of side judges right or whatever right. and you move and you move up that way that's that's the way to freaking fix it. i'm going to talk about something else okay because the nfl won't fix it you know why Because of what we're doing right now and what happened on Twitter today. Everybody's talking about it. And the revenue isn't going away. The revenue. It it has not
4: impacted their bottom line yet. People are still buying tickets. They're still buying. They're still
3: buying jerseys. They're still. Here's You're how. still
4: supporting things. That's
3: here's yeah. how I got it, Riz. I I do. I've got a plan, and I and I talked about it with um our podcast lawyer today, our attorney, our counsel on retainer. We, Mona. we have a lawyer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mona. She keeps us out of a lot of trouble, buddy. <laughs> she is top shelf. So. We worked through this a little bit, and I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, so <laughs> it's 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 a little bit longer term. Arlovsky said it I, has to happen today. Man, owners' meetings are today and tomorrow. Right now, I over. hope. I swear to God, I hope uh, Martha Ford. Uh, rented the best bull she could to drag her balls across the face about Alberto and, and, and Goodell because somebody needs to be beaten in a corner and to a pulp over the crap officiating we've started. Let the Saints start working them over and then let our guy finish them off because they, that's what has to happen. Okay, so the fix, the fix. Okay, sorry. All right, so think about this. Uh, we'll take your calls in like one minute, guys. Let's Guys, let us get the, uh, the, the fix out here. The CBA, it's coming up. We get this year and next year's football. Right. Correct. If I'm a player, okay, and I complain, like Baker Mayfield did, uh, about Mm -hmm. officiating, I I get fined. I get fined. I can't even complain about the officiating. In something so egregiously and hilariously stupid as last night's game, our team had to sit out there like a bunch of eunuchs because they could have gotten fined for a bunch of bullshit. I can get around it. We can't affect change because the NFL isn't seeing any change in the revenue. Why? Because well, people are still going to go. They got their ticket. I'm not not going to go to the game because of this. I've already bought my ticket. I got 500 bucks wrapped up in me and my wife going, you know, whatever. Right. Oh, we'll, we'll do a blackout. That doesn't do anything. That just justify That's more press for them. They love it. They love that. That's more revenue. Let's tune in and watch the blackout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how do you do it? Well, first off, You have to make it so that the players and coaches can talk about it, players specifically. And how do you do that? You make it a CBA issue. Okay? The officiating, there's two pieces that this officiating is fucking up. Number one, player safety. Incompetent referees put player safety at risk. Okay? If they don't know what a hands-to-the-face call is, obviously, when it happens and somebody really, really gets hurt, that puts player safety at risk. Also, you have players rights. And that's part of what the CBA is all about. Right. These guys. What's the average um, career span for a player? It's like Wait, two it's years. Two point three years. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. Something, something really. Like that. Low. These guys have this much time and to go out there and have a, a, an ignorant third party or a ridiculously stupid third party come out and change the outcome of games. It ruins. Like you said, it gets coaches. It gets GMs. It gets players. It gets people fired. It truly affects what they've worked on their whole life, their ability to make a living. This th- third party, unaccountable really third does. party. So what does the CBA want? They want to say in how the officiating happens. They want to say to ensure player safety and players' rights that this officiating is correct, it is done uh, appropriately, and the other part about it is is when they get a shitty game like last night, Matthew Stafford can come up and say, well, this is why we're talking about this in the CBA. Now it's a contract negotiation discussion. It's no longer a bitching about discussion. A discussion bitching about the officials. We would never want a case where terrible calls, such as phantom uh, hands to the face calls, could put somebody at risk, or could cause the f- change of a game, or cause the end of somebody's career based on their performance. It could affect their salary because maybe they have so many sacks and they can't get the sa- they they get a sack nullified because of a bullshit call like that. We would never want to see that kind of terrible officiating. It gives them the opportunity. It Gives them that. The, the 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 opportunity to put this shit on blast and start holding the NFL and the officials accountable. And that's how you do it. And I say, I, I say all the way, go to a strike. Because when you have scab games, no one's fucking going to that shit. You the, the players, you talk about a way to get the fans behind the players and the players get an opportunity to bitch about the bullshit that's fucking up their careers. Light it up, baby. Light it up. That's how you get that shit to change. Not going to games or blackouts, that's not going to do it. You have to go after the money. And it's the CBA. Right. It's the only option. Look, something came up to me as I'm, I'm,
4: I'm pondering your plan here. Why in the world would anybody, it's already difficult to attract somebody into being an official. If all of what you said gets implemented,
3: why in the hell would anybody do that job? Because when you have the eye in the sky, right, that's not, you no longer put the officials on the field in quote unquote in harm's way. That some guy behind a camera who's looking at these fields and now, if he gets it wrong, it's a whole different ball of wax, right? There's a whole, um, and and this is something I can I can get, get on. We we talked I talked about before about officiating being like a, uh, underwriter laboratories, like a third party provides the officials to the right. to the NFL rather than NFL right. employees. But um, yeah, they, they, it provided by a third party with the eye in the sky, and that person is ultimately accountable, not the guys. The guys in the field are responsible for what they're responsible for, but you have somebody to make it right. Up in the field, who is an in, a dis, indistinguishable third party that is not part of any of the organizations involved? That's really how it has to be.
4: Yeah, but then you can get to that guy too. Of course, you, you can. You, all, you can
3: always get to anybody. I mean, there, you can get to the president. I hear. You know, people talk about that kind of stuff. This is not a threat by any stretch no, of the imagination. No, it's this not. is just. I'm, I'm concerned That's, with the security of important people in our world today.
4: Yes, I'm. I'm concerned. My wife is in Europe right now. I hope she can make it back okay. Mm-hmm. I I it's it's and Bryce it's says two hundred thirty
3: eight th- grand for half a year's work. That's why you do that job.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's not bad money. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: so I I I look at this as somebody I did officiate um many years ago. It's been a long time. I, I officiated basketball until a few years ago. It's a it is not a thankless job because there is some reward in doing it. You do get to, to be around the players. You do still get to be a part of the game even after you can't play anymore. It is good money. Um, my son is 14. He just worked on the line crew this year. He made 80 bucks every Saturday doing three peewee games. That's great money when you're 14 years old. Hell yeah. And, and his, summer, his, his job throughout high school and probably throughout college, he's going to officiate youth, youth sports. He's already decided that. That's great. I, they'll make more money than I made, you know, cleaning toilets at racks when I was in college, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know, schlepping away at a front desk. And, so there's, there's got to be some incentive for that. But then for it to continue after that, there has to be something beyond just a good paycheck, because right now I don't see anything other than that good paycheck. that's why anybody
3: would get into it. It's like a journalist. You're not supposed to be the story. You're supposed to report the story. And well, so, that's sure. and, and that's what an official, that's
4: the number one rule that I live by as a journalist, right? <laughs> I officials hate being the story. Officials are that's... not
3: supposed to be the story. Unfortunately, they're the story. And we have to remove that from the narrative. And how do you do yeah. that? You have to, you have to change things because they obviously can't do it. All now, right. between so the One numbers, of the things that you, one
4: of the things you can do, you can, you can make it. So it's completely not, they are not NFL employees. They are outside yeah. contractors. Yep provided by one company you you have they they can be their own yeah exactly
3: vetting and yeah statutory regulation because i'm telling you i'm telling you right now okay in hockey it scared the hell out of me when the first year vegas team made it to the finals i'm just telling you straight up right Mm -hmm. we're moving a team to vegas in the nfl we've already created this situation where the reffing is is, as garbage as what you see in the nfa or as subjective as what you see in the nba now you have something in Vegas. You've cre- you've pre-created the conditions. Well, I mean, you can legally sports gamble in New Jersey now where the
4: Jets and the Giants are based. You will be able to yeah. in Michigan before it's too long.
3: Yeah, yeah you're right. Not,
4: you're you right. will be able to in Ohio soon as well for, for the Browns and the Bengals. There's there's a casino that's within throwing distance of the where the Bengals play. Yeah, do Ohio a lions theme. Book in it.
3: You want to lose money in a casino? The only way to do it is to do a Lions-themed casino in Detroit. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, let's open up oh, the phones really quick. Yeah, please. Um, don't, don't talk enough about the rest. Uh, all right. Two, four, eight seven eight two. eight, seven, eight. Let's eight, let other people talk about it. Eight, three, give the, eight, give the numbers. Four. Get them with the numbers, Chris. Two, four, eight, seven, eight, two, eight, three, eight, four. Give us a ring or if you're on the Skype, it's all one word. Detroit Lions podcast. Detroit Lions podcast. We'll take your calls now. Thank you guys for being patient. We we had to get it out as much as you guys did. Uh, we'll take this call. Hey, caller, what's up? How many have you had so far? Uh,
7: none today. Okay. <laughs> How many did you
3: have? Were you hurting this morning?
7: Uh, I wasn't actually. I, oh, could I I couldn't watch the whole game. I only got to see the fourth quarter. So while it hurt, I'm glad I didn't have to sit through all of that. Oh, Maybe hurt even more.
3: It would if you like, had seen the first quarter. It it is absolutely the best of times and the worst of times. It was such a juxtaposition. The first play of the game you probably, you've probably seen it in replay was uh-huh. a wicked. 40 50 i don't even remember how long flea flicker um from carry on back to stafford out to golly i was like holy sh-. We, we were on. on fire yeah we were on fire oh all right sorry yeah, I, I didn't fall, mean to sidetrack I
7: on my ESPN app saw you know we we're up 13 nothing one point i'm like okay i'm not gonna get too excited because <laughs> you know there's the packers but this is a good start and then come home decided i get to watch the game and yeah that was that hurt no longer exciting
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, so you you probably had the best the best worst experience of Lions fans, <laughs> just so you know. But all right, so what you have? What yeah. you have for us today?
7: So I've I've got two things. The first one is, and you know, we hear this all the time, and I've been seeing it all over the place. But you know, the the argument that you know you have to play well enough to not let the refs be part of the game or affect the game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that the you know that the Lions did not do enough to win the game last night. And granted. Is it, of course, better to score touchdowns than five field goals? Absolutely. But that argument is becoming the laziest argument in the world to me because all that does is excuse bad officiating. Mm -hmm. The Lions did enough to win that game. They sacked Aaron Rodgers on a third and would have been long, and instead they get a new set of downs, and then he throws a touchdown. They stopped them for a field goal, a long field goal that Mason Crosby could have missed, and even if he didn't, they still have about a minute 30 to try to march down the field. But instead, new set of downs, game over. And it's like, at what point is it enough? Like the, the Lions did all of that, and then they had two phantom calls that didn't happen. And it's just, it, and the fact that it keeps coming up again and again. And it's just like, uh, there is someone else. Like everyone talks about, you know, oh, let's march down the field for score a touchdown. Well, yeah, no shit. If every team could do that, we'd have super high-scoring games. But we don't have that in the NFL. Right. You know, very. Uh, Why would you a need a kicker? Game is, kind of look less ex- exactly like Prater's I actually called in I wasn't sure I was going to be able to call in tonight I even said Prater's basically wasting a spot for us the feel those aren't worth it let's get rid of the kicker and we'll get someone else there as a backup which obviously when he can get 54 yards great advantage because you know he's amazing but it's just it just doesn't make any sense that you, you know you can hold them to all this but then it's always oh well they got me set it down just keep holding them and Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback they did hold him. If you keep giving him downs, eventually he's going to make something happen. The when, Lions could do the same. If you keep giving them downs, they'll make something happen too.
3: Yeah, when you dig him out of a hole. And that, that I saw this, and I, and I don't remember where, so I, I can't credit appropriately, but know that in my heart I'm, I'm, I'm giving you much love right now. Um, somebody said <laughs> that there's a problem with the way the uh, the automatic first down works on defensive penalties. That's like an offensive penalty gives you an automatic fourth down. I mean that that's that's the similarity there. And it's ridiculous. It's way too much of a turn to the game. That even when you make a bad call like they did, it shouldn't have been an automatic first down.
7: Yeah, ab- absolutely it's just it's very punishing. And then the other thing I have, just real quick, and you guys have kind of touched on it, but and this is the biggest issue that I think the NFL has right now, is I don't think the games are rigged or fixed, but if an article came out tomorrow that said, "Oh hey, we have a report that the refs have been fixing the game after the game last night," some of the other calls, would anyone, <laughs> would anyone be surprised though? Like, would, could you say you would be shocked to hear a report like that? No. And I, I don't know that I would be. And that, that's a huge problem. Like, my fiance was watching with me last night, and I try to get her into the game, but she looks at me and she goes, "Well, that's not fair. How do you watch this?" And I. I don't have a good answer. I don't know why
3: I watch it because it wasn't fair. That, not is, that felt fair. that is such a great point. And this is, that's something we've seen this as a national narrative today. It was a Monday night game. It was highlighted, and so many people saw it. But the thing I saw today was more people ever say, I'm just not watching anymore. I can't watch this. This product isn't good it isn't fun. And sure, okay. Turn turn the Lions into another version of the Chargers that nobody watches or cares about. There you have a good team, right? That nobody watches or care about. That's a way to kill revenue. Start start lopping off teams off the league. Um so so anyway. they're playing in soccer stadiums <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um good points i want to i want to go back really quick we had one uh between the numbers you know blackout ford fields waited for the fans to control the na- narrative uh they could push for cba use it as a means to push for cba negotiations get the players the power on this because the pay the players are as affected as the fans are by this kind of garbage officiating and they if the, if the players can take this up and it becomes a negotiating point. The, the, the conversation shifts. It changes. Um, also, another one, Bigfoot Forest. This is really cool. I remember, what was this where, this where this happened before? He says we should be able to hear the refs' conversations after they throw a flag. What was that? What sport was it where we could hear the refs talking and the, and the, the officials talking? I don't remember. It was like 10 years ago, right? It was one of the. Wasn't it hockey? Was I
4: think it? it was the NHL. I think so
3: wow okay okay maybe so i like that one i like that one a lot you, you can you can do that i know nobody watches it you can actually do that in fivb volleyball the
4: the refs are mic'd there no shit all
3: right we got another caller hey caller how are you doing have you have you started drinking yet
8: i'm still driving home,
3: man oh it's brandon i know hey, brandon, brandon. <laughs> hey well i
8: tell you what man uh what was the biggest spread on the Lions game wasn't it, uh minus four
4: I think it was, yeah. I think it was some- four. It was it was between three point five and four point five, depending on what book you were at.
8: So there you go. They beat the spread again, like they did against Kansas City. So Woo-hoo! I think that Well, you know, a lot of people aren't going to look upon that as much of anything, but it just shows what kind of a tough team this team really is. Uh, but listen, they, they made mistake just like in a Kansas City game. They'll get over it. But the, the difference is this is this defense keeps battling back and battling back and even battling back again, even though they made mistakes. And uh, oh, so what happens? They're right there at the very end, and instead of Kansas City burrowing in and getting the touchdown, the referees go ahead and take the game away from them. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. I mean, they, yeah, you can talk about the other calls, what-ifs and everything, but when it comes right down to the last few plays of the game, they had a minute left, and if that uh, call was not made, good chance they probably would have kicked the field goal, and Stafford would have had at least a minute to get the field goal range, and I don't remember, I, you guys remember, the? Uh, it was a game against the Colts a few years ago in Indianapolis against Andrew Luck, and they scored, and they had 24 seconds left. Remember how that game wound up?
3: Wasn't, wasn't that the first game of the season?
8: I think it was. Stafford threw two two good passes. They got in the Raiders' range, but two seconds left. Yep, yep. Boom. So, yep, yep. field goal. Yep, yep. Twenty-four seconds, man. So, you can't tell me that he didn't have enough time. He does. But Always. Uh, it, that everything about this game showed that it was even, again, just like the Chiefs. Uh, the difference is, in, instead of uh, the Lions making l- one more mistake than they did, uh, the referees did. And it still caught. So, yeah,
4: that's, that's very uh, true. I, don't
8: know, I, I, I tell you what, the Vikings are coming into a Lions system with a whole bunch of hungry Lions. I mean, if you saw uh, uh, Trey Flowers' in video, you could just see, he yeah, we're just going to work. He, he just had, like, fire in his eyes, like, don't you dare ask me again. Yeah.
3: That's good. That's good. That's and, and I'm going to tell you guys, as, as, as heart-wrenching as this is to go from first to worst in the, in the NFC North, you compare this team to where they were last year and how they play compared to last year. This team, and, and, and the record, I don't want to say I don't care about the record. It doesn't matter. But the record's already better. But <laughs> the reality of the situation is, is this team is a much better. Much better team than the last year's team was by any stretch. You see a great trajectory here. We talked about it. I talked about it, it would be three years after Quinn. Got his coach that we would start really consistently making those runs, and I, and I stand behind that a hundred percent because this team is is got the right trajectory, is moving in the right direction. They have all the pe- almost all the pieces, and they have a really really smart approach to football. This 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 will change. This will you, change.
4: You can see you know, how the plan is coming together. Yep.
8: Yeah, you can. I, I tell you what, One thing that I, I just want to add. Uh, oh, about. Six months ago, uh, I found a little cartoon icon that all the little kids know about called Bob the Builder. Yeah. Put that on Twitter one time, got a, got, a, kind of, got some nice likes, and somebody actually put Bob's face on it. <laughs> and lo and behold, what does he do? Bob the
3: builder with a blue helmet, and bringing all these guys in. I thought to myself, that's a whole lot better than a fizzle with a wheel falling off like last night.
8: Damn straight! <laughs> I had, I was. Uh, <laughs> so. Let's
3: get it, baby. All right, man. And
8: take them horns off. See you later, guys?
3: <laughs> yeah, that all would be right, nice, all right, brother. We'll talk
4: to you. Thanks, bro. <laughs> I love Brandon. He's so he, good. He's a good. He, one one other thing about the the ESPN Booger McFarland had never been better than he was last night.
3: He was, I will agree. He I hated and loved him both, care. but I've never loved him before. So that's a good step. <laughs> he
4: didn't care that he was going off script last night. Yep. And I, I was proud of him because it, be honest, the ESPN crew and, and Scott Van Pelt afterwards, dude pulled no punches. He's like, I just watched the Lions get gang raped on national television. Yeah. And, and I know I have to try to defend it and I'm not going to do it. Yep. Good good on good on ESPN for not kowtowing to the man.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh Carter, love Carter. He's been around a long time, Carter Bright. He says he's seen the Lions outplay and be prepared for their opponent in all five games this year. Never seen that before. That's I think that's true. 100 percent right. Yeah, he's done great. All right, uh callers, keep it coming. Two four eight three uh what is it? Two i don't know 782-8384-248-782-8384 8, 8, 8, <laughs> 8, 8, 8, 8, i gotta look that up every now and then i don't call myself that much my uh,
4: pain meds are kicking in so i don't even know <laughs> what my phone number is.
3: we got we've got the the most wonderful person supporter of the podcast right here on the line right now peter von panda how you doing buddy
9: oh guys what's happening <laughs> peter von uh, uh. panda here
3: i i guess you do a million reviews bud we love them we talk about them it's it's really really cool stuff your sense of humor is great yes. can you give us a review of the officiating in this game
9: <laughs> oh you know i checked it out and uh, i'm gonna give it a thumbs down there is a zero value in it you know few products i hate as much as the so-called officiating last night listen man um uh, buckle your seatbelts. I got a rant for you. You you were asking everyone how much they uh, they drink today. I haven't stopped. Dude. I am livid, absolutely livid. You know, and, and here, here I think is the problem is that we have been so conditioned as Lions fans because there is no way. I mean, you got to tell me if you felt this way. But when we open up a can of whoop ass at the beginning with that flea flicker and start marching down the field and we are just dominating them at the beginning of the game in the first quarter there you know every spidey sense of mine is going off on how are they going to uh let this game uh flip because you you know the whole time they're always talking about how great Aaron Rodgers is and you know don't count him out he always finds a way and it's like always the line from the commentators is always about how awesome the other team is no matter how bad of a beatdown we are getting them given them so that that kind of ridiculousness just kills me. And my and uh, my my more global point is, you know, I think the problem here is that uh, great years, good years, don't come around that often. You know, there just aren't the same level of like dominance that there used to be with some of the the previous teams, you know, just reliably winning back-to-back Super Bowls or something like that, you know? So when it comes together, you really got to capitalize on it. And that's even like when people were talking about the Jalen Ramsey acquisition, you know, I was, I was kind of torn because I was like, you know, things are looking okay for us. You know, this might be the year to, to, to kind of, to go all out and spend it all and go for the gold. And we have been so darn close, you know? And I feel like if we don't let it happen, we don't make it happen, right? How many more years of a drought are we going to to uh, kind of wallow through, man? You know, How? because it can be such a big space in between. It. So when they screw us, you know, when they screw us on a few calls, not even just one or two, it wasn't like I just it was like, okay, well, you know what, they got away with one there, but it was just constant and it was only at the point that mattered. You know, um, they could rob us of the whole season here where this might've been our year and it, it might still be, but you know what? It, we are a breath away from being undefeated. Yeah. There it
3: is. Yeah. 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 So a couple of things, one, it was your Panda sense, not your Spidey sense, right? Mm-hmm,
9: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to make sure mm-hmm. we got there. Right. And, <laughs> and I like it on my skin. Baby.
3: <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. And then the other piece of that, and this came from Jiggly scrub. I got to give him credit. Um, you know, in the in the Rodgers face mask game, we were up 17 to nothing in that game, too. And it wasn't just the face mask in that game that we talked about flipping it. This is a narrative. This is an on. Let me think about. And P- Peter, thank you so much, buddy. Uh, Peter Von Panda. Yes, thank you, Peter. YouTube.com slash Peter Von Panda. Do not miss it. His content is spectacular. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop you right now, Peter, and and, and open the phones because a bunch of people are trying to get through. Okay, bud? Take care, brother. All right. Keep thank you, man. On. Thank you, bud. All right. Um, You think about that. And and how many times it's the same narrative. Tell me about, I, I want to think about right now, and I'm, I'm having a hard time with recalling it the zero to hero teams what teams in our in the last 10 years or 15 years in our lifetimes have jumped from that that place where they've got no wins or they're like they're the lions or the browns level terrible right and then they've jumped up and made it to a super bowl and who are they and we'll take you in one I second, got, color we got you, color
4: i got two of them for you the okay. the greatest
3: show on turf rams and the kurt warner cardinals there you go. You're right. You're right. Now, what we have to figure out is what the, what the shift was there. What caused that? Because we're not getting it, and the Browns aren't getting it. And there's something that changed the narrative um, within the league for those teams. All right. Hey, caller, how you doing? Have you been drinking yet tonight, or have you stopped since last night? Are you talking to me? That's you, brother.
8: Uh, yeah, no. I'm on my way home. Listen, you guys as usual. Oh, okay. They, uh, All right, cool. Nice. I
6: was I say, like, Dan hit it hit it on the nose, man. I'm, I'm done spending money on the NFL. I am done. I, I paid for NFL tickets and the game pass. I'm just done. And, and until I can watch a product where the refs aren't screwing over every team I watch, my steps on the Cleveland Browns fan. So I watch their games too. I, I'm just done. I'm not spending any money on them. I'm not going to games. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I, 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 I don't get it. That's, I don't know.
3: That's all I want to say. I Appreciate it. No, no, dude, you, you you've nailed it, and I want you to stick around here because you're representative of something that I've seen a lot of people say, and it today and since since what happened, and I think this is again there there's a there's an outcry here that's so different than what I've seen before. It's not just like the Lions fans and then ah oh, fuck you Lions fans, mine salt. <laughs> this is national. This is people across the nation are talking about this. This is something that means a lot to a lot of people because it's affected a lot of people. It, again, the Saints kept out of the Super Bowl possibly by a call. Um, continuous bad calls across the board. The Dallas and um, game, I don't remember, I it last week. Um, just absolute trash. The game has been ruined. And and you mentioned Game Pass. That's a really, really great example because it's a yearly up, right? You pay for it. I think it's like August yeah, 1st exactly. They where they get you. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to –
6: if it was a monthly thing, I'd, it'd be canceled today. Exactly. I mean, it's, just, I mean, it's 100 bucks, boom. That's every year, $100 for them. That, they ain't getting it again. i, I tell you that right now. This is not the, happening. I, I'm just not
3: doing it. This is the scam. This is the scam of the NFL, right? The Sunday ticket's another one. I just hit you every year. I just hit you every year. I don't give you even payments as the season goes on. You're Right now, people are halfway through the direct TV payments and they're ready to cancel Sunday ticket, but they can't. They're stuck with it, right? Nope. And by next year, how angry are you still? And that's the thing that people, that's why I think the CBA thing is important. The The blackout at, at Ford Field, I understand that. That's important. That's why harnessing this, and I think the CBA thing is even bigger because it's more than just Lions fans. It's so many teams that have been screwed and how this game has been wrecked. And the control has been taken away from us. It really has. For you to well, that, say that, on August the, the 1st.
6: The only control we have is, the only control we have is, not buying tickets to the game right i mean that's that's it i mean, you game mean pass. Start
3: doing that you can skip game pass yeah, well, but on august 1st you're at your height your, your peak hype you're like you're like you're the abused spouse you spend a week in the in the shelter you're ready to come back you're like ah well they look nice it's good they're doing all the right things ah, it's 99 bucks i'll put it down and you do it and then you're, here we are right it, it's just october and here we are this, this is the scam the NFL. I'm, I'm going to say something here. Mm-mm. Screw the NFL ticket. Find a way to stream the games. NFL streams, that subreddit is gone. Don't give them your money. Just don't give them your money. There's some great Alibaba jerseys. If you want a jersey, go to Alibaba. Don't give them your money. Unless you go to boy? <laughs> no. <laughs> See that? I, I slipped that stupid shit in there. Um, no, don't go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. That's a terrible place to go. Uh, I, I will tell you where to go. You go to slash shop and you can get a great Detroit Lions podcast shirt because we, none of that money will go to Goodell and his clown shit. But no, no, seriously. the The, the silly ad kind of crap aside, it, you got to take the money out of their pockets. It's the only way to affect it and even even not buying tickets not buying the 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 game pass it's such a a lag a a follow-on effect that they're not going to be able to equate that to what's going on it really really has to be an issue for the players and this is something that can unite players and fans against the money very very quickly by making it a cba issue and if it's a cba issue and you get the players and fans united against the money because most of that a lot of that negotiation i'll tell you what is is held in public they release certain things they don't talk about the negotiations and, and but they let certain things out to to sway public opinion just like they you know during the games they rock oh dish network didn't renew fox oh my gosh call your call dish and tell them to put fox back right that's their contract negotiation play they're trying to get people involved but that's the reality of what the cba is that's the thing we gotta get people to go at the um the the c b a and get the players to get involved with that it's the only avenue it's the only way to truly attack that money in a way and hold it hostage and scare them into making a change um one quick thing chris uh says as news writers, you would think that they would start asking fans to boycott the products and the commercials um there's no way that's happening. The barrier between the news and the ads left in about nineteen ninety three uh maybe nineteen ninety five Maybe two thousand. <laughs> we all
6: stop watching the games. There's yeah. no ad revenue.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop I mean, watching the games. I mean, will do it. That'll I mean, put the numbers down. The but is, is right, right now tracking, the
6: numbers are, are actually they're up. They're not going to get the money for it. Yep.
3: Yeah. The problem is, is they got the money. They already got that stupid.
4: They sold all their ads this year. Yeah. That's you know, and and by the way, viewership is up it's at record highs. The top twenty-six television shows this tier are NFL broadcast.
3: That's, crazy. That's
8: there, crazy.
4: There will be more people watching the Thursday night crap game. I don't even know what it is this week, than watch every single game in the World Series combined. That's how big football is. So yeah, it it's nice in theory to to say that you're not gonna watch, but the 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 plain truth is that people are still watching and it would take a tsunami of people to be repelled to do that.
3: And, and we just feel it. And the, and the fact that it's distributed amongst teams, Hey caller, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go, bro. Thank you so much for calling. Appreciate it. man. Good thread going here. Um, the, the, the reality is, is, um, they got the money already. They already have it. You, you can't, Get involved! I, I, I lost my point. God damn it! <laughs> you, 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 they're not going to feel it. They're not going to feel it by you buying jerseys. Oh, here it is. Here's the. Th- here it is. Because this week it's Lions fans that piss are pissed. But you know who's buying all kinds of jerseys? Green Bay fans, Packers fans. It's it's the same reason as we started this show and we talked about they got the 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 meme saying oh Detroit Lions fans are just crying because the fan the calls always go against them and they show the bad calls that they've gotten along the way, whatever. They're enabling the situation. They're perpetuating the problem. They're spending money on that shit right now in a way that they shouldn't. And as long as you have that flip side going back and forth, people forget Lions fans after the thirty four to nothing trouncing of the Packers last year, they forgot how bad it was. So I don't know. Hey caller, how are you doing? I did good how are you doing uh, i'm i'm okay for for such a frustrating loss i think i'm i I'm, I'm actually feeling a little therapy going here a little bit of catharsis, baby yeah, yeah what do you got for us man
0: hey, hey hey chris uh first off your your volume is not as high as Jeff's. Oh. I don't know why it it happens quite quite a bit but I caught this through um through the middle of what you guys have been discussing, but this whole thing of boycott and um people not watching. I hear people at work talking about they're not gonna watch football anymore and they're gonna boycott and not go to the uh to the games. That's not gonna happen. You're right. I hear it every year and it's not gonna happen. But what do you guys think is the solution to to this whole fiasco, man? I mean, it's happened to us every year. And you know what? We may seem like it, think or think that we're the only ones that it happens to, and it's not. You guys mentioned a few teams that it's already happened to. But when it happens to you, if you feel like we're the only team in the world that it's happening to. So what's the solution? I heard Peter King and others mention some sort of like, um, what do you call it? A sky official? Eye in the sky. Each, Eye in the each sky. game, yeah. right. Each team would have, or each game, would have an official that would watch over these kinds of calls, these crucial calls. But why can't we um, have the ability to, at least in crucial situations, to throw the flag on any call you want? I think, uh, who is the, um, Peyton, Coach Peyton, New Orleans, asked for that. Yeah, Just being able to challenge any call that you want, and you'd have the same amount of challenges what's wrong with that? I mean, there's got well, to be solutions out there.
3: Yeah, yeah, no. No, you're you're absolutely right and I see what's going on here from with my voice. I'll get to that in a second. Um the problem with with that is that you stop the game. You 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 grind it to a halt. If you could challenge any play that you wanted, you could have a di- tired defense and say, "Oh, throw the flag. Hold on. Slow it up. Get your defense some rest. Get them what rested up to to face the team on the next play." That's the the big problem with being able to do um Flag no, on but you
0: would still limit it, you would still limit it to a certain number of, of challenges, the same amount of challenges you have currently. It's not like you're going to have an unlimited amount of challenges. You'd have you still have the amount uh, that you currently have, and it would be when you want to. And you got to be frugal and you got to be wise when you use them. But I, like, can you imagine if Patricia had the ability to throw the flag on? those two calls in particular, <laughs> if not four?
3: Yeah, no. Riz, go, go. <laughs> and part of
0: the
6: problem I'd like to hear, here, Jeff-
4: Yeah, and, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, the The fact that the guys who are on the field are making decisions for their own ineptitude is part of the problem. Those calls need to come from outside the stadium, from outside evaluators. And they just tell the official on the field, this is what you're going to do. Regardless, you know, don't, don't, you know, throw them in the mud and be like, hey man, that was an awful call. We got to reverse it. Just be like, you need to go out there and explain that the call is being changed because, you know, evidence to the contrary of what we called on the field has been proven correct. Yeah, that That's what needs to happen. It needs to come from outside. Um, the eye in the sky is something that the AAF tried. They didn't have the greatest of production, but I didn't have enough cameras, uh, among other things. But it, it is something that you will probably see in the XFL, which drafted today, by the way. And which was,
3: couldn't have been better timing, right?
4: Yeah, the fact that a, a, a league sponsored by a fixed sports entertainment company drafted yeah. <laughs> today of all days after what we saw last night. There's no irony there at all. No. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of things that we, you can do about it in, in terms of the officiating stopping the game more often is not part of the solution though because that is going to impact people um as, as much as i love the uh the fansville ads i don't need to see 30 of them in an hour i yeah. don't need to see limu emu any freaking oh, God. In my life
3: i'm gonna hang myself hey Carl, we're Chris, gonna keep going we gotta Chris, cycle through a couple Chris,
0: here yeah one one last thing sure. please sorry about that one can i ask you
3: go ahead go ahead
0: shoot it i'm sorry um just even if this would have happened, on the first penalty call, the wrong penalty call on a Flowers, had the official called down to those officials doing a break and say, hey, guys, that was a missed call. Next time that happens, keep an eye on it. You missed it. Then that second penalty would never have yeah. been called. Right. Even something right. like that
3: yeah no 100 percent. yeah no no that that self-corrective or corrective behavior from an eye in the sky actually not involved in every play but maybe at at every turnover because they have the bullshit tv breaks to hold up the game for no reason at all they
4: they can huddle as an officiating crew on the sideline get get in communication with new york with los angeles with dean 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 be great at this tell them what's going on yeah
3: yeah Dean, who'll be on tomorrow by the way all right hey buddy we're getting tons all of calls right and i know and thank you i know um Riz's all is tear it all his ass up how much uh how much you got left in you buddy i know you're you're kind of beat up with that achilles uh, I'm
4: good for a little bit more so I, I actually um so i am not where my laptop is plugged in i have about 45 minutes of battery life yet and i cannot get to my charger
3: we're not going that long can so, you do a quick shot of your foot again we got a bunch of new people that yeah. have come in they don't know about yeah. the injury report yes yeah, so, um,
4: yeah i uh, i hurt myself in basketball yesterday um partially torn achilles that would be uh that's my foot
3: one second caller um, Oof.
4: not good it hurts a lot not fun i also can't drink alcohol because i got a shot of some
3: tear it vaccine. all in your ass yeah <laughs> you said yeah. that at the beginning that was great all right hey we got a caller caller how you doing tune in caller hello
4: Caller's busy. There's a lot going on
3: there. Okay. That caller had been drinking <laughs> since last night. I am convinced 100%. That might have been too. Um, breaking news, Ramsey to the Rams. Ramsey to the Rams. Is that happening? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's, uh, by
4: the way, on the earlier one that I was talking about, about Trent Williams, I've been told by somebody that I trust in Washington that that ain't happening.
3: No. Ooh. Hey, for callers, when you're going to call in, just so you know, we, we open the line really quick and finish what we're saying before we, we address you. So if you hear us talking uh don't don't panic don't panic all right same caller he's back how you doing buddy all right same caller, he's back. How you doing, buddy? hey i'm doing all right what's up guys uh hey can you turn down the volume a little bit in the background for us
10: oh okay my bad i'm sorry that's all good man. it's all good <laughs> that's my son uh my son airplane
3: oh that's cool that's cool nice. no no it's it's uh it's 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 silly how all this stuff works but <laughs> i'm amazed that it does after that. so how you doing what's your name man
10: uh, my name is Maurice. This is my first time calling. I usually watch, though. Cool, thank you. And I had to bear watching that at work with a bunch of coworkers. I work actually at the Ford plant here in Kentucky.
3: Mm, mm.
4: Hey, good on you. So, I, I have a friend from high school who
3: works. I can release some information, because you guys do the Explorer. You still do that, right?
4: We do the, well, it depends on which
10: plant, because there's two plants here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll work at the truck plant. Yeah, okay. Make like it to the so, F-250s
3: so way back in about 2000 and I'm going to guess here, I remember 2004, I was, I was working in Dearborn at Ford and I had to get a truck for something we were doing. It was a, it was a brand new model Explorer and I actually had to fly down to Louisville in, uh, after work, I worked all day, so at five o'clock I drove to the airport, jumped in a plane, flew down there, jumped in a brand new car, literally rolled off the line, I hopped in it and drove it all the way back to Deerport that night so we could use it the next day. It was crazy. I'll never forget that, so <laughs> good to hear you man
10: they just, jet, they just jet those things in there now, but uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a different world now after
10: watching, after watching that game it's as a long time fan, it's hard to be like it's hard to. Have the faith. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to have the faith. It's not hard to root for the team, but the flags like that, that show that you're a good team, that you can hang around with teams like that for them to pretty much dump on you the last two minutes of a game.
3: Yeah, no. And this is, this is one of the things and maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's stupid, but this for me is what makes this team so identifiable with Detroit. Kicked down, constantly working, swimming upstream, working hard, man. Again, everything stacked against you, it seems like, and you keep going, you keep grinding. And I mean, you look at that. I mean, you look at a guy get drafted to the 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 team this year, next year, first round. Hey, you're going to the Detroit Lions. You're Joey Harrington. You're getting Detroit. you're going to the Detroit Lions. It's like, whew, okay. I mean, you got to put that face on, right? But you've seen it. Every one of us have seen it our whole lives. What is it to be a player on the Detroit Lions, man? And you root for them, and you because that's who we are. That's in in America, we love the underdog. It's 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 something about our our national psyche. We love to root for an underdog, but man, you, you feel dumb after a while. And this is stupid that we have to feel dumb about a team like this, and this the same bullshit over and over. And 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 I say it because this week again we were the victim, but we see it. You want the bye week? You watch any football? You see the officials failing? It's it's a league wide phenomenon now. I I can't this year say that it's targeting the Lions. I can't feel like that's happening anymore. It's it's like somebody wants to fail the NFL and make it go away. But but as Lions fans we see this and it's like <laughs> oh you're new here as the news hangs around our neck. Um this is this is dumb. It's hard, man. It's hard. What 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 keeps you at it? What what makes you come back week after week?
10: Um, the players. The players are actually good. But I just you know, you feel bad for Stafford because everybody's like, Oh, he had his chance to win the big game. He can't win the big game and it's just like, Come on, man, we know you all love sucking on Aaron Rodgers', you know. Mm-hmm. You, you guys love that.
8: They love his leaving. That
10: didn't even give the guy a chance. Yeah, no, and no. You, you were... kind of figured. You kind of figured something was gonna go wrong when uh, the Carrigan Johnson touchdown. You had one ref saying yes and one ref saying no. <laughs> like, oh. Who, is, is, well, we starting early we starting early aren't we <laughs> yes. usually they wait to the end of the year to fuck us over but they started pretty early this oh, year
3: god they put it balls deep right off the top <laughs> actually that was the scene where they're like they they it was like they they opened the medicine cabinet and grabbed the jar of vaseline right that's like if it's a movie that's the the foreshadowing of what's yet to come it right? was horrible man it was horrible oh yeah, no, you're right, dude, and, and right. love the players. Matthew Stafford, I mean, I absolutely – the more I hear about him as a human being and what he does as a person and, and, and how he's lived his life, I, I, I can't – there's nobody I can, I can say in the NFL that I'm more in love with as a person. And, 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 you know and the Detroit ethic, ethos, that is him. That is him. There's a lot of really likable guys on this
4: roster who have embraced being Detroit Lions. Not just that they're Lions. That they like it there. Marvin yeah. Jones loves it there. Quandary <laughs> Diggs loves it in Detroit. Yeah. I talked to Darius Slade personally a week and a half ago. He was all about it. He, he, he loves it. He's going to stick around. I guarantee you he's going to stick around after he's gone.
3: Yeah. Because
4: he likes it. And Dama can sue for all the foibles that he has. He still comes back.
3: Yeah, yeah. There,
4: there, there is something about guys who buy in like that. And there's a lot of them on this roster. That, that are good guys who like being together. There, there's a very keen eye for who will fit together and what, you know, personalities mesh with the coaching staff and with the players that are here. And I I, I love that because you don't see that all the time. I've covered other teams. I, when I lived in Indianapolis, the Colts had a lot of talent. They did not have chemistry. The Houston Texans had chemistry more than they had talent, and that's how they rose up. You know, the, the, the Bengals, God, God forbid – they had a ton of talent. None of those guys ever talked to one another. The, these lines, they hang out together. They, there's something to it, man. And I, I'm glad that fans like it and are appreciating it. They're picking up on the fact that this is a, this is a good football team. It's a good group of guys. Dude. It's
3: a great city, man. It's a great city. When when we did the video, and if you guys haven't seen it, it's on our YouTube channel. I'm not going to give you plugs and links and all that. But we came to Detroit and took Dean around and, and, and shot a pretty, pretty fun video around Detroit. It was just kind of like a redemption story for him. But he, as we were doing it throughout the day, and we met people, and he, his whole thing is he loves to talk to people. He wants to meet people. When we do the show tomorrow, every one of you call. I was angry that no one called and asked the party bus question. I asked it myself, right? Because everyone's a Twitter and everyone's a keyboard warrior, right? <laughs> but <laughs> He would I, answer it, too. He, he absolutely really would. would. He would. He is the coolest dude, and he will stand up and say, this is what it is right and 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 better, worse, otherwise, bad call, good call. he'll stand there and tell you what what really happened and 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 he'll tell you the story, but he we're walking around're and doing all kinds of stuff around town. He's like, "Dude, this place is way better than anyone ever said it was i this is a really, really great city and and it's funny because it's our little secret. Right, it's it's Detroit people's secret, and and I know in Louisville it's you, you, you're like ah, but I'm a Lions fan, right? But it, no, no, you, you, you fr- yeah. You're yeah, originally from Detroit? You you spend time there? No, 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 no. Wow, you 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 wait, so you didn't come from Detroit?
10: It's kind of like a, I feel like it's kind of like a brotherhood because you yeah. have a whole yeah. bunch of people from Michigan that come here, and it's just like, oh, you're from Michigan? Oh, you like the lines? You know, and that yeah. kind of just like picks off.
3: That's a great point. That is that because it is it's, it's a mindset. I've I've lived in California and live in Florida. I've, I've I, you know grew up in Detroit. I've been in a lot of places. There's nobody like Detroit people. There's nobody like Detroit people yeah, like, anywhere. I, I,
10: think like, true. I think it's like I think it's like intertwined because of the the work. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of factory workers. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm pretty sure there's a lot of factory work up there. Yep. So it's kind of like you kind of get a feel for people from Detroit. But I've like the line since I was like 12. I'm only like 28. Damn. To where I could comprehend football.
3: All right. Well, dude, I'm, I'm going to run because the people banging the phone lines and Riz is, is about to pass out from his drug injection.
4: <laughs> all right. Thank you. If you see my guy, R.H. Workman, down there, he's, he's, uh, he's a very good high school friend of mine who works down at the floor plant down there at the truck plant in Louisville. So tell him I said hi. What's
10: his name?
4: R.H. Workman, Robert Workman. Workman. Okay. I'll I see if I run into it, dude, if I can good run Good dude. He, he looks like he's just gotten done weightlifting all the time.
3: awesome all right hey man thanks a lot for calling appreciate it well thank
10: you thank
3: you guys all right cool all right there we go okay so we're gonna we're gonna start closing out i i promised riz we're gonna do an hour already an hour and 17 he i promised him that before he tore his achilles and and we're doing this so why don't we why don't we just when do we call it here? All right. Um, All right. Quick prediction against Minnesota, and we'll walk out. So I'd say I stretched it a little more. Minnesota. Just to
4: be you know what? The Vikings have looked good of late, but th- their ability to run and pass on offense is going to be a problem for Detroit. Um, and our inability to run. And one, I'll, I'll give two quick X's and O's observations. Jared Davis was awful. on Johnson was awful last night. He here. ran, He ran into his own blockers way too often. The blocking needs to be better. He's got to be better, too. They need to realize that he cannot run B-gap runs. He always gets stuff there. He either needs to go straight up the middle or off tackle. Running on either side of the guard, it ain't there. It ain't happening, not with this group. Not when you're rotating offensive linemen, either. I'll get that out out, out there as well.
3: You're making me mad now. You're making me mad because I agree with you 100% on carry-on. But I want, to, I want to explore the Jared Davis thing because I think he was playing a spy role a lot and that affects how people are looking at him and grading him.
4: It doesn't affect his run fits yeah. where he's he's diving into the wrong gap. He's not taking on the lead blocker so the safety behind him can make the play and, and replace him. He's not doing those things. Not at all. And that, that's very frustrating and that, that's hurting
3: the defense. Got a great prediction here. Jiggler Scrub says we'll either outplay him and win or we'll outplay him and the refs will hand the Vikings a victory on that. note, Remember this show needs your involvement. We love all your comments in the subreddit. Help us out with that. Help, help help us get better. Thanks to you. Also, don't forget about some Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit lions podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit lions podcast. All those donations help us make this live stuff a reality. We just got a nice piece of equipment. Thanks to our Patreon people to help us on our, when I'm traveling and on the road broadcast next year, our party is going to be, Hits, Riz. You're gonna love you're gonna love how this thing works out. It's gonna be nice. Uh check us out on Facebook. Oh, that's patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. I didn't know. As little as a dollar a month gets you access to the Slack and all that. Check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions Podcast on Instagram. Brand new. We're not posting anything, not yet. you have to wait for that. But get follow us now at Detroit Lions Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at D-E-T-Lions Podcast. D-E-T-Lions Podcast. It's where the Riz is always hanging out. With no pants. Damn straight. And no heel. <laughs> <laughs> no heel. <laughs> He's got the footy jammies on without one foot. <laughs> Give us a call via Skype. Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word. Detroit Lions Podcast. Your call is on the Lions line at 929-33-Lions. 929-335-4667. And be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to us so we can come inside your little ear hole maker automatically. Thank you for All tuning right. in. <laughs> Remember, we'll see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. No pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, baby. No problems, because we're on your Detroit. Because we're on. Because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection.
8: Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bags. Start the plane. This show is over. There was no hookers and no blow on that bus. Okay.